0: The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net.
1: local high school sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today all right well mo uh, i saw chris um, playing around with his microphone and uh
2: uh-oh. <laughs> we're not hearing him now. Uh-oh. That's that's never a good thing when we're playing with the mics yep. during
1: yeah. the broadcast. Don't, don't touch, Chris. Don't touch. Uh, all right. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll work on trying to uh, reconnect him, but uh, we do. Oh, I heard something. Chris, yeah, you yeah. there?
2: Yeah.
1: What's that?
0: Sorry about that. I, well, after the comment from Dan Janes, who so graciously helped us know and understand that the Facebook audio was awful. I went and listened to it, and it, and it like was awful. awful. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure it's my it's the cable coming from my microphone to my computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm hoping I don't know if you guys are hearing it, but it's it, it sounds really bad on on Facebook. So if you're if you continued watching through Facebook, kudos to you because uh, it was it was pretty rough. Um, hopefully, it's better now.
2: Well, thanks to Dan friend of the show, for keeping us on our toes and, and trying to help us put out the best product we can. And thanks Absolutely. to all those folks who are listening through that on Facebook Live. And welcome back, Chris. Hi,
0: not necessarily in that order.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So right. as as you were saying, we got a lot to talk about and and not a lot of time to talk about it. But the one thing. And I guess we're going to do this first because I want to make sure that we give it all of the room it needs. Um, I saw this on Twitter yesterday and I texted it to you and I said, we got to talk about this. So um, I'm sure anybody that's listening has heard Creighton men's basketball coach Greg McDermott um, following a Saturday loss, I think, at Xavier. Both of those, what are they in? Are they in the the, uh, American Athletic Conference? Is that what they are? They are actually in the Big East. No, they're in the Big East. That's right. My bad. That's the Big East. All right. So um, they played Saturday, like I said, lost lost at Xavier, I believe it was. And um, so yesterday, Tuesday, he tweets, I'm sorry, and then he screenshotted a um his notes from his phone. It says on February twenty seventh, after an emotionally tough loss on the road, I addressed our student athletes and staff in the postgame locker room and used a terribly inappropriate inappropriate analogy. You're darn right you did. In making a point about staying together as a team despite the loss. Specifically I said Guys, we got to stick together. We need both feet in. I need everybody to stay on the plantation. I can't have anybody leave the plantation. Creighton is in Omaha, Nebraska. Where under any circumstance does that analogy come from? Now, I'm looking at a piece by Tom Chattel, the longtime columnist of the Omaha World Herald, um, if my computer will cooperate with me. Anyway, everybody. I mean, this has been universally denounced, pretty much, including by Chattel, and and the question is, you know, Creighton University called the world word deplorable. Um, Chattel is stunned because in eleven years there, there's never been anything like this out of McDermott, who I think we last heard of when his son was. Killing everything and everybody during his career out of Creighton before moving on to the NBA. But, you know, I don't, that was my immediate reaction. Where does this come from? What, what would this even make the, you, what would even make thing. you think something like that, let alone actually say it? Well, so here's the, the, the biggest problem
0: that I have is that, I've never heard this analogy before. Like this is, this is the first time I've ever heard the analogy of a staying on the plantation. Like, I guess if you could maybe play it off, if it was some, you know, widely talked about analogy or so, I don't know, but this is the weirdest part about it. Is it's 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 an unusual analogy, one that you've you just I, I've never heard ever in the history of of listening to coaches talk. That's just not something that I've ever heard. It's very odd. That's why I, I'm like you. I don't know where it <laughs> came from. I don't know that it, I don't know how this came to be. I mean,
2: not that, it, not that there's any excuse for it, but well, it would- If you could at least understand where it came from.
0: Right. It it would at least give me some sort of, okay, well, I mean, he probably heard this from so-and-so and just, it, it just came out as, you know, again, he's called it an emotionally tough loss and all this, that, and the other, which is nothing but an excuse, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, it's. I, I could I could understand it if it was something that he's just you know that that people have heard over and over throughout the years you know it's a cliche of some sort. This is not a cliche of any of any sort. I, I've never heard this, which makes it it's even worse. Right, that's what I'm saying. It, it's yeah. so odd.
2: Ser- um, serious enough that both the Creighton president and the AD traveled. Well, two days later, on on Monday, they traveled to Cincinnati to. Um, to discuss the situation with both McDermott and with team members. So, I mean, they're still running so behind the, on here, this thing, but it's Here's
0: Here's the weird thing. And obviously this is a this is a very racially insensitive comment. Um 11 of Creighton's 16 ball players are white. So, <laughs> i mean it i I don't it just seems odd to say it either way but when you're i don't know if it was racially motivated i don't i I really don't feel like it was i think it was just a really poor analogy i mean if you have a team it's different if you have a team of 16 black kids and you say we all got to stay on the plantation it's a little different than saying it to 11 white kids am i not right here? Am I on the
2: right track? (laughs) I think you're probably on the right track. It's probably a little less obviously racist with 11 white kids on a 16-player roster, but it's still you know deplorable is a good word. Inexcusable is another good word. Um, Certainly interested to see where this goes from here, but I uh, I'm not sure what there's not an explanation here, for this that, that you would hear it and say, Oh, okay, now I get it. Yeah.
0: Okay, here's here's how you will know what where this really comes from. Here's how you will know. Terrence Rencher. He's the he, he's the the assistant coach who mentioned this. If he resigns tomorrow, <laughs> then it'll tell you all you need to know about Greg McDermott. If he doesn't, I think that also tells
2: you what you need to know about Greg McDermott. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Then why Why? Why is that name familiar to me, Chris? I know that name from somewhere, Terrence Rensher. Did he play somewhere? Uh, uh, I, I know that name. Uh, Renter is an African-American assistant with Creighton for one thing. But, um, and I think that's, yeah, no, that's okay. (laughs) I mean, I I just wanted to clarify what was probably obvious anyway, but he did mention in this, um, in the Chattel article that the team had decided to continue to chase their goals this season with Coach McDermott, which means there was a question as to whether or not they would. So. It was obviously a pretty quick decision. Well, Um, again, that game was on Saturday when that occurred. Um, They play again um, tonight at Villanova, and then they play um, Saturday against Butler. Those are their last two games before the tournament. If this helps you at all
0: with Wrencher, he played at 95-96 uh, with the Miami Heat and Phoenix Suns after being the 32nd overall selection in the 95 draft by the Washington Bullets. Um,
2: Where did he play his college
0: He played at Texas in uh, the Southwestern Conference. Texas. Or Southwest Conference and was freshman of the year in 92 and helped them to NCAA tournaments and conference championships. So
2: Texas, okay.
0: I, I, I don't know, but I feel like I don't know. Uh, that 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 would just be my that that would be where I would make a decision on Greg McDermott as whether this is s- if he is has some sort of system of racism in his program. I mean, is is there a reason that he has 11 out of 16 kids that are white? I, <laughs> I guess you could make that argument potentially. Also, it's Omaha, Nebraska. So, there's that.
2: not a whole lot of, not a whole lot of plantations in Omaha in there a couple of times.
0: Not a lot. And this is, this is going to be very, um, this is going to be very um, not cliche, but um, I mean, black folks don't like to be cold. And it's real cold in Omaha.
2: It can be cold in Omaha this time of year. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if we're taking anything from Mo
0: here, who has the heater running twenty four seven in our that? in our office, I'm just messing with you, Mo. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're,
2: not, you're not telling anybody that knows me anything they don't know. I don't like being cold. So yeah. Um. So, so it's it's pretty tough to get. It's pretty tough to get folks to Omaha, Nebraska. Period. I would think so.
0: Exactly because it's it, it's it, it is the armpit of the United States. I wouldn't go that so, far, no, but it is cold. Um, <laughs> Omaha, actually,
2: the city
1: of Omaha is not bad. Now, I mean, you you are in the middle of the country, and it does get cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but the city of Omaha it's is flat. actually. Um yeah, and it's it's on a river. They've got really good restaurants actually they in Omaha. Do. Yeah. Um you've got the College World Series that goes there. I mean there's Bucket list. Yeah. I mean there you know, let's let's not knock on Omaha. Uh Lincoln, Nebraska, maybe a different story. <laughs> but Omaha's okay. And the facilities
2: at Creighton. Have you seen oh, that, Jim? Top, top notch.
1: I mean, you know, that's a good place to go play basketball.
2: As long as you don't mind being cold.
1: That's right, yeah.
0: Yeah. Antoine Jones out of Memphis, uh, or last played at Memphis, thought so.
1: Creighton's also, um, it's a private Catholic school, is it not? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I think almost all the schools in the Big East are private Catholic institutions. Mm, Pretty much. uh, For basketball. That's ultimately what they went to. Um, Connecticut was the odd man out because they are not a private Catholic institution.
2: Right,
1: um, and and none of these private Catholic institutions play major Division One football. Correct. So,
0: C- Creighton also has on staff a diversity and inclusion officer in Lynn Gordy.
2: I think he or she and Coach McDermott will be sitting down if they've not already for I, a lengthy period of time. I would, or a series of lengthy periods I, of time.
1: Yeah. I I just anyway. you know it it does seem like a really strange thing to come from that situation, right? It I think maybe that's the biggest I, I don't know. Maybe he watched some Quentin Tarantino movie recently, Django Unchained? Bad I, idea. I, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, you know, that is the interesting question, where did this come from? What, what got that into McDermott's mind that it For was sitting come out it was sitting evening, there yeah. that, it, that it came out in the heat of 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 the battle, if you will um, it's it's just that's the really intriguing part uh, to me and and I think it's just figuring out why and I think it is important to figure out why things are said because um, I don't think we can really turn the page a little bit until we understand why. Taking, a, taking a broad this? spectrum, you yeah, know, I mean, really taking a 10,000-foot view over this. I think, you you know, you'd try to understand why. It's you're just, not wrong. Yeah. It's, it's just, where, where did it come from? That's
0: And that's
2: not an unreasonable
0: question. I mean, where is McDermott from? Our. Yeah. He... he He's from Iowa. Played at Northern Iowa. Do they have corn? Played in Switzerland. Do they have corn plantations in Iowa? <laughs> corn. Uh, there's nothing but corn in Iowa. That the entire <laughs> state. is yeah, nothing but plantations. But corn plant. I don't think though. they're called
1: plantations. No, and yeah. and they were a plantations. corn farm. Yeah. yeah. I it, it, see. That's just so weird. It's mm-hmm. so odd where that came from. I don't know. It,
0: it really is. I. I it, that's a great question. I, I think you're right, JP. I think we could. We could shed a lot of light on the situation if if we just said, "Hey, where'd you hear that?" Because <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to know where it came from. I hope he's I hope
1: he's trying to figure out where it came from, because I think for him more than anybody else, he needs to understand why that was there in his psyche.
0: Yep, very odd. Uh, that's you- that's the easiest way to put it. It's just it's just weird. Mm-hmm. You talk about wild and wacky. Very very weird.
1: I, you know, i I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm getting a little deep about uh, the the psyche. I've been watching Billions, season one. Have you guys, either of you, seen Billions? I've not. Uh, well, the uh, one of the main characters' wife is a uh, is a. I guess I don't know a th- therapist, maybe I don't know what she is, but anyway, it's, that's what I've been watching. So that's okay. why it's in my head. I guess is what I'm saying.
2: There we go. <laughs> um. SEC women's basketball tournament starts today. One game is that right, Chris? I, I don't. I don't know. Did
0: you look up the? Uh, I'm. Did in, you look up the I'm in the process because,
2: <laughs> uh, because Vanderbilt's not playing, or because they um, opted out of the season. I think there's one play-in game. They typically play um, what is it? Eleven, fourteen, and twelve, thirteen on the first day. Um, yeah, it, it's today. It's Auburn. It's uh, thirteen and twelve. Mm-hmm. Auburn in Florida.
0: That's today. Uh, you'll that's at four o'clock on the SEC network. And then tomorrow you'll get uh, four games.
2: And the top four teams won't play until Friday,
0: I think. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, yeah. You'll get the one, two, three, and four seeds will play on Friday in the quarterfinals. Uh,
2: Semis on, for, on we'll Saturday see. and championship game on Sunday. So yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that um, as the week yeah. goes. But again, like you said, Auburn, Florida at I guess three o'clock. It says four o'clock here, but that's in Greenville, South Carolina. So
0: oh, you're right. Yeah,
2: so three central. You are correct.
0: It is a three so, o'clock central. Yeah. Okay. All right. So and and uh, I think that uh, it's going to be a a really interesting tournament because I think you've got three or four different teams who can win it.
2: And I think in Texas A&M and South Carolina, you have two teams that could potentially earn number one seeds for the NCAA tournament out of here. So.
0: I think one of those two will be either way, unless they both lose in the quarters, which I can't imagine.
2: Well, I think one of them will. But I think that the other one could, so yeah, maybe not. We'll see. Yeah,
0: we will see. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, SC Women's Basketball Tournament starts today, goes through Sunday. You wanted? We to, will have. Go ahead. Tomorrow, uh, mm-hmm. we'll have Jerry Palm on from CBS Sports to talk bracketology and. One of the one of the things that I wanted to mention today was that uh, the latest bracket that I've seen has uh, Belmont as a 13 seed who just lost their first conference game uh, last week. But um, I'm really interested to to hear what Jerry has to say about some of these you know, automatic qualifiers and, and what the SEC looks like as far as how many. Uh, at large bids they're going to receive and that mm. sort of thing. It's going to be a lot of, a, a lot of interesting stuff to talk about tomorrow. Uh, we're definitely going to want to, to get to that. No doubt.
2: Yeah. And you had something with so, the Titans that you wanted to touch on.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, we don't expect Johnny Smith to be a Titan next year, just because he's going to, he's going to demand a lot of money and the Titans are already in this precarious salary cap situation. Uh, I think it was either, I think it was this morning, Kyle Rudolph was uh, released by the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. And is that a guy who the Titans could or should maybe make a run at? I, if I'm not mistaken, Rudolph, uh, one of the Titans' current coaches, is a former coach coach of kyle rudolph's so i know there's some connection to the titans with rudolph but also if you're a tight end tennessee is a place you want to play
2: tennessee is a place you want to play the you know they they do utilize the tight end in the passing game and pretty uh proficiently and You know, I think the question is more on the Titans end. I mean, Kyle Rudolph a few years ago, not not long ago, was probably one of the top tight ends in the NFL. Is he still there becomes a question, or how much of that performance do you expect to get out of Kyle Rudolph going forward. And I think that kind of helps answer that question. Just where does he fit in? You know, what's he bring in? And like you mentioned, Chris, with, with their salary cap concerns being what they are, what does he want at this stage of his career? So, but I I think it's it's an intriguing situation. He's an intriguing name, especially as you, kind of prepare for the fact that John U. Smith probably isn't going to be back.
0: Yeah. Diana Rossini of ESPN tweeted moments ago, just texted with an NFL coach about the upcoming cuts and what he expects. And he said, quote, it's going to be a massacre next week all around the league. I don't know exactly who she was talking to or what. I expect – that there will be some players out there uh, available. And I- I'm curious to see, you know, I'm, I'm sure the Titans are going to be one of those teams cutting folks because again, precarious salary cap situation. It is what it is. So uh, I don't know. It's going to be a, uh, going to be interesting. At least that's what uh, Diana Rossini says.
1: So. Well, these types of things often tend to lead to opportunities. You know, when there's That's, something like that, that means there are opportunities for others. Could be all one and the same as you mentioned. The Titans could have to make some serious decisions, but um, you know, they might find somebody like a Kyle Rudolph that might be available. So,
0: absolutely, you never know. All right, that's going to do it for this segment. And when we come back, it's Wild and Wacky Wednesday on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. You're not going to want to miss it. Stick around. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game, Or visit CovenantTechnology.net.
2: If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit PatioWest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you.
0: Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net.
1: Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk
0: show you've always wanted. Welcome back into the show. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us here on this hump day edition as we are almost done. About 10 minutes to the top of the hour, we uh, come to you with the final segment of this Wednesday. It's Wild and Wacky Wednesday. With all the wildest and weirdest and wackiest news from across the world, brought to you each week by JJ's Barbecue, our friends over at 900 Hatcher Lane in Columbia. They are Columbia's oldest, longest-running family-owned barbecue restaurant in Mule Town so make sure to go out and hang out with uh, our folks our friends over there. I know Destiny's probably in around and obviously Julie. So great folks over at JJ's barbecue and I'm missing it. Haven't been there in too long. So soon we will have to get back. <laughs> can we uh make can we make that happen soon guys? I'd like to think what- so. We may have to uh, we may have to skip the uh, the drawing mm-hmm. one day and, and just, just make an executive decision.
2: Yeah, I think we can do that. We he, you know we we still have a bet that we need to settle upon anyway.
0: There's that.
2: Surprised oh. It hasn't been brought to our attention. But but you've yeah, been well, out. I mean, so. we keep
0: that, and we keep telling him, "Hey, we got you. We got Coming. you." Yeah. Um. Wild and wacky news. Got some weird stuff here. Coming out of SBS News in Australia, I told you there was a kangaroo story. Uh, A tweet from at SBS News shows the moment when a paraglider made a safe landing and was later, moments later, I mean like very quickly, Immediately attacked by a pair of kangaroos. <laughs> I mean, just absolutely came over there, bopped him in the nose, and ran away.
2: Well, it, he got lucky if they ran away.
0: He he did get
2: lucky that they both ran away because it was they they might have stayed awesome. and continued the beat down.
0: Yeah, and and they can. I mean, uh, kangaroos are not and they're no animal to mess with.
2: No, no, not at all that's that's why your your kangaroo yesterday was so funny it's, it's just it's, that's just funny stuff I mean you you see those videos nobody wants to mess with a kangaroo. they're ruthless
0: I, Australia is a literal battle royale <laughs> like seriously <laughs> <laughs> The animals there, that are there the, it, it's just it, it's nuts. Absolute nuts. Anyway. Quirky Research tweeted three hours ago, on this date in 1983, the winningest quarterback in Super Bowl history checked into a Louisiana hospital using an assumed name. Do you know who at that time the winningest quarterback in Super Bowl history was? Who's that? Terry Bradshaw. From the UPI. Headline: Steelers Tom Brady undergoes arm surgery. Hiding behind an alias, Pittsburgh Steeler quarterback Terry Bradshaw entered a North Louisiana hospital <laughs> and underwent minor surgery for muscle tears in the elbow of his throwing arm. During his stay, Bradshaw made the rounds in the hospital to visit to visit sick children and really cheered them up. He was admitted to doctor's hospital on March 3rd under the assumed name Thomas Brady Brad uh, Thomas Brady So if that's not the wildest thing I've ever heard that apparently Tom Brady has won 11
2: Super hmm. <laughs> There you go Jeez. So so Terry Bradshaw is using Tom Brady's name that's what is it identity theft well, he did in 1983.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, Tom had barely been born. I mean, Good Brady boy. was born in what? 78. 70, yeah. yeah I Tom mean, would have been five. Five. <laughs> yeah, he
1: would have been five. Yeah, the only reason I know, because I'm the same age as Tom Brady.
0: So, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know if he can steal <laughs> a five-year-old's identity.
2: Ha, uh, it happens all the time. <laughs>
0: That's like in, a, <laughs> in the original Kings of Comedy when D.L. was like, I know six-year-olds with apartments in their name. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. And here's my favorite of the day. I, 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 I got all of these from Twitter, by the way. So Twitter was a, a beautiful land of wild and wacky yesterday. In Hyderabad, India, the Associated Press... Uh, Reports that a man was killed by a rooster with a blade tied to its leg during an illegal cockfight in southern India. The person who was killed, the owner of the gamecock.
1: How about that irony? Yeah. Justice,
0: maybe? Isn't it ironic? I, right? Karma. Um, karma. Uh, uh, well, karma. I mean, it is above. India. Yeah. It is India. So karma would make the most mm. sense. I'm just saying, Uh, you know, I just, I don't understand the idea of put, of tying the blade. I mean, I know that that's like how they, they do that, but it's so weird, right? Like, I mean, cockfighting is a, obviously it's illegal here and yet we still have Gamecocks in Jacksonville and Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, but uh, but I, I think this is the my favorite reply tweet is, can we turn this rooster assassin into an animated series where he breaks up illegal animal fighting rings?
1: Because
0: I'm here for that. I would watch that.
1: New primetime special on Animal Planet.
0: Put this on Adult Swim and I'm in. There you go. Like, don't make it like a Nickelodeon animated series. I need it to be on Adult Swim. I need it to, you know, come after Archer. And
1: oh, that's a <laughs> that's a dynamic duo right there.
0: Right. I'm just saying, it would be a lot of fun.
1: So great, yeah, great, that's uh, a, great show, Archer, by the way. Uh,
0: <laughs> right. I, I mean, awesome for, as far as animated shows oh, it's, go,
1: it's my favorite animated show.
0: I'll
1: it, take it over the, the Simpsons, I'll take it over Family Guy, all of that.
0: I don't watch, I don't like Family Guy.
1: It had its don't, day for me.
0: Sarah watches it almost 100. I think she's seen every episode to this point. <laughs> um, but not me. I'm not a big fan. So there's that. Um, there was a, a really weird situation. I know we got a, a minute left. A pizza shop in Iowa is going viral for their new pizza that uses Fruit Loops as a topping.
2: Y'all eating Fruit Loop pizza? No. No, no I'm not. We had this conversation not. at the house the other a couple of nights ago. Um, Jody and We're I am are not did. eating Fruit Loop pizza? No, I'm not eating Fruit Loop pizza. And, and not only am I not eating Fruit Loop pizza, but I'm judging anybody that is.
0: Okay. Okay. But if, if there is a... It, you're not eating Fruit Loop pizza. If you had to put a cereal on top of your pizza, what cereal are you choosing? Mm, on top of your pizza? If Rice you had checks? to choose a cereal. Crispix. Rice checks? yeah. I, I, I'm gonna go with Honey Nut Cheerios. I don't know. Well, that that I don't. I'm, that might be okay.
2: Uh, nothing sweet. I'm not,
0: see, that's can't
1: the be too sweet. I don't can't know. Count Chocula, no. Cookie Crisp,
0: no. Maybe it, it, it's just not. It's not gonna work for me. No, no. cereal on my pizza. Exactly. That's that's Wild and Wacky Wednesday brought to our friends brought to you by our friends over at JJ's Barbecue at 900 Hatcher Lane in Columbia. Go check them out they are awesome uh, we'll be back tomorrow 9 o'clock same bat time same bat channel right here on WKOM and we'll be on Facebook and hopefully we'll have better audio tomorrow we will make sure it uh, happens for you if you miss any part of the day's show go check out the podcast or follow us on Twitter at sm underscore tnsports.com did I get all that in?
1: well done Oof. now say goodbye
0: alright for Mo Patton and J.P. Plan I'm Chris Yow saying stay cool Columbia